Hello, everybody. Welcome to the finale of Survivor Route Watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's Out Watch. <laughs> We're a beer and a half deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a Survivor Rewatch podcast. <laughs> I'm here. My name is Alex, and I'm here with three of my friends, and we are in the same room watching the Survivor Pearl Islands finale live. We are watching the episode, and at every commercial break, we will comment on the things that happened in that break. We just watched the big season recap at the very beginning of the Survivor Pearl Islands finale, um, and we've got a lot riding on this this episode the Outwatch fantasy game is as tight as ever, uh, and the winner will go home with a prize, which we will unveil shortly. But first, let me introduce you to my friends who is who are going on subject verb agreement. How many how many beers do you probably do? I have a friend. My friend is here, <laughs> uh, and we're all going on this journey together. Adam, welcome to Outwatch. As we just took that trip down memory lane, seeing all the high points of Survivor Pearl Islands, what was your favorite moment from this season to this point? Man, that is a really tough one, actually. Um, I think, honestly, I love watching uh, uh, the Drake tribe. It's been so long. Yeah. The, the Drake tribe. The Rupert tribe. Throw the challenge. Mm. Like, that was the beginning of the end for them, and I had forgotten what a key moment that was. It was a big one. Uh, turn the tides of the game. Emily, welcome to Outwatch. What was your favorite moment of this season? Yes, I remember our very first episode. I talked about how excited I was. Probably the first thing I said in this whole entire series was Rupert's comment about seeing the fish, some kind of fish. I don't remember what it was anymore. But he said... I've never seen such an animal. I still say that. I bring it in somehow to conversation. Here it is. I didn't know they made such an animal. <laughs> that was my favorite That was thing. a great moment. It was pretty fantastic. In episode one, and I have to say it's carried through this entire season. There were a lot of great moments in that first episode. We also got the best audio clip of all time in the first episode. In a sexual way. <laughs> When they were in the like the Panamanian village and like one of the the women really the liked women Trish or something. <laughs> yeah, Sarah, he she really liked her in a sexual way. Yeah. Sexual way. <laughs> Fantastic. Scott, welcome to Outwatch. What's hey. your favorite part of this season? I mean there's too many to like think about. Um anywhere everywhere from like Balboa the Snake. Balboa the Snake. Um, R.I.P. He was gone too soon. Yeah, pour one out for our boy Balboa. My favorite part might be the GMC Envoy, though. (laughs) (laughs) Because... It was a sneak attack. It was a sneak attack. And my God, if you want to go ta- if you want to go camping, can you imagine a better way to go camping than to enjoy? Than to sleep in like the hard trunk of a vehicle that has a tent no. in it. I feel like it would have been hilarious if they let Bert like bring that back to camp and he just like slept in for that. Now for the low low price of about. Two grand, three grand MSRP. You can enjoy <laughs> the comfort of a four-wheel drive 2003 GMC Envoy with camping yes. features. We actually, we actually priced it out while you were out of the room last one, and it was uh, eight hundred to fourteen hundred dollars 
for a 2003 GMC Envoy with 151,000 miles on it, which seems like an ask mm. for a four-wheel drive SUV. Yes. <laughs> I mean, if you've driven it over so many terrains, yeah, you right. know, it's surely seen some wear and tear. Beaches, exactly. mountains. It can do it all. Yeah. I could think of no other vehicle. Canadian highways. I would want to take me to the Aztec ruins. No. <laughs> Than a 15-year-old GMC. <laughs> GMC, we're, we're available. I was saying, we, don't have any, we don't have any sponsors. Yeah, GMC. right, right. Until now. Until now. I, okay, I have my favorite moment, but I have to hit on some other of my lower-key favorite moments. That I forgot about how good that first episode with the village stuff was. That was great. Yeah. Between Rupert yeah. stealing the stuff. Well, and you really see Rupert commit to the whole pirate oh, theme. Yeah, so hard. Yeah, you know, like so he hard. steals the shoes and he's uh -huh. like, pirates. We're and, pirates. Know, then later on, uh, you know, if we were actually pirates, we would have killed them Yeah, already. you would already be dead. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Pelican Pete. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great, great moment. But I think that the John Grandma lie has to be the best moment was so good it was incredible television <laughs> that is months of uh, for yeah. months of pre-planning went into incredible that. television when you realize he yeah. made that whole thing up yeah, yeah. amazing I, I agree with you he is pure evil it was though. a dirt <laughs> thing to do but yeah. it was still great well we've talked and you said that's up there in the like it's highest. a top five survivor yeah. moment ever I think yeah. man it's yeah. great man John, like, if John makes it to the final, he deserves to win. I don't think he will. Uh -huh. But, like, as much as I hate him, he played a man played that game. He's played a great strategic game. game. He's but that. it's not only a strategic game. There's a lot of social components that go into you. Um, we talked last episode about figuring out what the winner of our fantasy game will receive. We came to a consensus that the winner, at the end of this episode... Um, will be bought by the losers and a crisp tie-dye tank top. Heck yeah. Uh, in honor of our good boy Rupert. <laughs> good <laughs> boy Rupert. <laughs> Who carried much of the season on his big hairy back. <laughs> and face. Don't and forget his face. hairy face. He carried it on his hairy face. <laughs> um, and so that's what's riding on the outcome of this episode. Going into the beginning of this episode, we're at a virtual tie uh, Tribe Lil John have a has a half point lead over their competition, and it is anyone's game. So uh, let's go ahead and watch the next part of the the show. All right. Well, we just watched the first commercial segment of the Survivor finale, and it's hard to be jovial about anything after the words that Johnny Fairplay just said. It's the worst. Jesus. <laughs> The I worst. He was so disgusting. That was true. I didn't know that that aired on TV. That would get you anything. fired. Yeah. If you said that in a workplace, you would be fired. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, okay, so we, we, yeah. We, should, we should clue the audience into what we're talking about. Yeah. So Johnny Fairplay is lounging in his apparently designated talking head spot um, for this episode. And he says, I am the king of men and their women. I don't care if it's mental or physical. 
I'm going to beat them unless it's a getting pregnant challenge, then I guess they'll win. Something, something along those lines. Horrible. How would... I can't believe they put that on TV. Yeah. And that's, that's not awful. even a part of, like, his character. Because I know he's got a character and stuff. Yeah. Like, that is not even part right. of it. That's just... That's terrible. Yeah, that goes beyond the face heel. Yeah. Right. Bad look for Johnny Fairplay. Yeah, and yeah. for the people who put him on Survivor. Yeah, right. that's that's equally fair. Bad look for CBS. Bad look yes. for CBS. Moving yeah, come on, CBS. This episode, this did not age well yeah, from 2003 to now. Yeah. However, let's talk about something yeah, else. That was gross. That was right. really, really bad. Um, in the uh, commercial break, Google had a homosexual couple kissing. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Um, granted, that take place in 2018. <laughs> Not in 2003. Um, um, so strategy is <laughs> uh-huh. getting pretty hot. <laughs> let's Okay, so let's start at the beginning when Jeff rolls up on the camp. Um, with breakfast. With breakfast, yeah. and A male bringing breakfast, thank you very much. There you John. go. <laughs> Servant leadership, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really enjoyed in this segment um, the way that Lil acted as though like Jeff Probst was personally yeah. by his own agency responsible for like bringing this breakfast to them. Right. Lil seems a little bit like she's losing it uh-huh. because he oh. he rolled up with breakfast and she was just like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Will you join a Boy Scout troop? Right. Like she was well, all in for out. Jeff. She hugged and kissed him mm-hmm. at least twice. Yes. 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 She Jeff is. is probably like 35 at this point in his life, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's a, a good looking guy. I'm he not is. like, I'm not denying that. Well, it's a little late to, to join a Boy Scout troop. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Maybe. I think you're probably right. Um, and then they get some letters from their loved ones. Um, takes on the, the loved one letter commentary and reactions. Yeah, Lil also was continuing to lose it. Yep. She was just sobbing about her letters, which granted, like, that's very in line with Lil, but also she just seems like she is just very drained. Yeah. Because it really, like, she was just sobbing about these letters. Mm -hmm. Things that you wouldn't think, like, she was reading her quote, like, reading the letter out loud, and it was like a quote by Pete Rose. Right. Also not a great guy, for the record. And she's, like, (laughs) sobbing about it. So it's nothing, like, super lovey-dovey or anything that you would expect to, like, lose it over. Like, Pete Rose was a great baseball player, but not a good motivational speaker. So Mm -hmm. that's... (laughs) At least that I can think of off yeah. the top of my head. We're so, a role model in any way. Yeah. We also, everyone used their talking head piece in this section to talk about their letters, except for John. Mm-hmm. What was in John's letter? Yeah, we didn't actually re- see anything from Like, him. you don't you don't see anything from John's letters. All he so. does is complain about Lil being really emotional about, emotional about her letters. Well, she <laughs> is a woman, so, I mean, can he really blame her? Which is a joke for all the people who don't know that very well. It was a good joke about John. So John just really had to deflect the fact that he probably got a yes. letter from his grandma. Yeah. And he needed Ooh. to hide that. Oh, so. no, that is interesting. So we can talk about that. If I'm, if I'm a producer of Survivor and he tells that lie, then the the rest of Survivor consists of me trying to get a letter from John's grandma oh, onto that island. That absolutely. would actually be really interesting. If yeah. you saw, if you like saw that this was a letter from his grandma that he lied about, and if he had to like conceal that in any way, 
Yeah. That is it's that's possible, super interesting. They it cut is out possible. About his letters. Yeah, if they are indeed close. Huh. Um Dara okay, so back at the camp, there's a couple things that happen. Um the main one they're well, they're equally main, I guess. John and Lil and Dara are there talking about stuff. John's like, uh, they're never gonna take you to the final three, Lil. And Lil says very ham-handedly to Dara, like, is that true? Are you really not going to take me? And Dara equally ham-handedly is like, well, I don't know. It's tough to tell. And as much as a genuinely bad person John is, <laughs> he has uh... played this very well. And <laughs> that he was very clearly the next person on the chopping block. And just like he says, by stirring something up between other people, even capitalizing on the insecurities of those people's games, he has taken himself off of the chopping block, at least in the forefront. Um, good move by him and bad moves the way that both Dara and Lil handled that, I think. It's interesting because Dara, after that scene, talks to John and she's like, you know, I can't believe that Lil was asking me those questions point uh -huh. blank. I don't even know if I'm going to be here. She should have just said that to Lil. Like, I can't answer this question because I don't know if I'll be here. Yeah. That would have been a much yeah. better answer. Uh, well, no, what the better answer is, you look at Lil and you say, you know what? I don't know who's not taking to the final two, but I'm not taking that dude right there. And you point at John and you say, it's him. He's gone. Yeah. We're moving up. Like, after that point, we can have this discussion. That's but you, you, you have to point out a common enemy. You have to point yeah. out that that person needs to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Or even just saying, yeah, Lil, I'm taking you. Yeah, yeah or just lie. <laughs> As she walks yeah. away, go, I don't know, to John. Yeah. There you go, it's done. Yep, really anything other than what she did. Right. Yeah. She, she did the worst possible thing. Yeah. We've talked before, in Survivor, in these sorts of conversations, the answer is always yes. Yep. It's a non-fully committed yes. Like, yeah. yeah, Lil, I think you'd be, you'd be a great option. It's done. 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 Yeah. And now you've diffused the situation and they're not angry at you. Is, uh, just the, the question crossed my, crossed my mind randomly, but like, are there people who play Survivor, not anti-socially, but like, who just don't have very strong social games that make it far in this? Like, like John is a dick, but he has a strong social game still. Like, are there people who make it decently far in the game without the social aspect? Yeah, there's a few that I can think of, and most of the time they get there as like complete goats, and that they're everyone hates them, everyone knows that everyone hates them, and they're strung out this far because for that reason. Because they have they're an extra vote, maybe they're loyal to you even though they're bad, um, and they're no threat to win the game, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, there's a few people I can think of that are either are just like terrible to be around because they're abrasive or just like so annoying and frustrating um but yeah or they're really strong strategically and can you know counteract it a little bit now there is a season that i can remember that i've actually watched where a guy was hated by everybody and he just won every immunity challenge and wound up winning the season uh who was his name mike yeah mike holloway yeah Okay, we may have talked about this before. That is the only season of Survivor in the history of Survivor that I stopped watching in the middle of the season. Okay. <laughs> it's my least favorite season. <laughs> okay. But so we're doing that one next, right? Yeah, yeah that's at the next. very bottom. Spoiler alert. 
That's part of it is because I was like after Survivor cancels themselves and we're not. <laughs> I think it was our freshman year of college, and so like I just didn't have great access to be able to watch it, mm-hmm. and also I just like didn't like it. It was a pretty bad season, if you ask me. Yeah. Uh, anything else we want to talk about before we watch the next segment? All right. Pretty much anything that happened. I think so too. All right. Be right back. All righty. We back. Uh, we just watched through the first tribal council of the finale. We back. Uh, Chance dropped two new songs last night. Do you know? No. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty good. Hey, instead of Outwatch, can we listen to Chance's new songs and react to them? Mm, I'd be in for that. Okay. That's our newest podcast. We're an out on chance our podcast. Out chance. <laughs> out, out chance. Out, out rap. <laughs> Take a chance with this podcast. <laughs> it's so irrelevant. <laughs> anyway, um, so what happens in this segment is we go to Tribal Council where they do their immunity challenge right there at Tribal. The big twist is the jury gets to play too, and if the jury wins, then no one gets immunity. Inevitably, the jury does win in a very bad challenge, and <laughs> Dara is voted out. So, Scott, she was added to your tribe for the finale um, and didn't do a whole lot for you there. That's all right. It's just kind of like accepting your own mort- mor- mortality. <laughs> mortality. You accepting that you will inevitably die. One I day. will inevitably lose. You so. can accept your own morality, too. So I lost. Life, but... I lost the fantasy survivor. Officially out of the run okay. for the tie-dye. Team Jameis Winston, Queen D is done. <laughs> no thank God for me. Uh, we'll talk through this stuff, and then we'll do a score update after that tribal. Um, we talked at length about how bad that challenge was. Um, it's a trivia game about, like, pirate... It's like pirate trivia. Right, and at first it almost seems like it's going to be relevant to what they've done, but they're like, what are the three parts of starting a fire? And then it just divulges from there. Right. It was like, what country borders Panama? And like that's a question what, everyone should know, though, right? Everyone here knew it. Absolutely. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I knew it. D- got it. Also, sixteen seventy one versus sixteen seventy five as answer choices was complete crap. Yeah. yeah. What year did Morgan <laughs> invade Panama? Well, and we we had a conversation. The shark one too. We have to talk about the shark. Oh yeah. Sorry to cut yeah. you off. No, but, no, 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 the question was, what's the best way to avoid shark attacks? One of the answers was don't get in the water, which is the right answer. It's but everyone else thought like, oh, it's a joke and picked something that seemed more heady. Well, the thing is, it's 2003, <laughs> though. It seems like not, the majority of sex education is abstinence at this point, right? <laughs> so it seems like this should have been a softball, right? Like the best way to not get pregnant is to not have, don't sex. have sex, right? <laughs> you know. The best way to not get bit by a shark don't get in the water. Don't swim. <laughs> you know? I literally said verbatim, abstain from the water. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know... So water abstinence. Water abstinence. Until marriage. Until okay. And then you can get in the water you all you want. you want. <laughs> you know how old I was when I realized that butt and boat sound similar and that's the joke in Finding Nemo? That he touched the butt. Like, it sounds like boat and I didn't realize that that was the joke. What did you think the... The yeah, when did joke you was because you never told us. Oh, it, I mean, like two years ago. What? That hit me. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I thought I 
was sheltered in me. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. the thing is, it's... Dumb, but yeah! <laughs> like, oh, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I thought, but it was like, just like suddenly the joke made, like, I thought it was funny. It's like the same butt instead of both. Yeah, that but like, joke. <laughs> kids jokes are easy if you put the word butt in it. Oh, I get it. I don't yeah. Boat sounds like butt. They just have a different vowel. <laughs> what a You're good joke. Me the, the song from Step Brothers, Boats and Hoes, is about butts. <laughs> <laughs> it's what They're you're trying to tell me, isn't it? Um, we also talked during the episode about Burton's facial hair. It was bad. He looks like Tony Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I watched some music videos at work today because I'm productive. Yeah. And my whole team did it, so it's not just me. And we watched a lot of music videos of the Backstreet Boys, and I was oh, very reminiscent of it Backstreet was. Boys style. Yeah, that's true. That's a the really he like tightly shaved goatee. goatee. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I honestly, I don't think that it's a thing of the time period. I think it's just the 2003 GMC Envoy just brings <laughs> that out in people. Yeah, you're really rugged, you know. <laughs> you want to feel want to feel the wind in your face yeah. everywhere, but your chin. <laughs> yeah, so you're Drive the GMC Envoy. <laughs> You're rugged, but not too rugged. Not too rugged. Yeah. You can, but you still have a car. Keep it keep tight. The 2003 GFC Envoy. Rugged, but refined. There it is. And let's go ahead and take a break to talk about our sponsor, GMC Envoy. The 2003. The 2003 GMC Envoy. Go to GMC.com, use promo code OUTWATCH for a 20%. <laughs> Don't actually do that, it won't work. It's not true. So you can't, you, you can't, can't order a car on GMC.com either. Is it weird that you can't buy cars directly from manufacturers? Well, like, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. GMC really cuts out the middleman. They look. <laughs> They love podcasts, too. They yeah. love podcasts. Um, so Dara is out of this game with, you know, no pomp and circumstance, just as she played this entire game. <laughs> One of the least compelling people to make a Final Four ever, maybe. She And, like, there's this thing, and now that I'm going to reveal this to you, you're going to recognize this in our uh, following watches. There's this thing called the visibility spike. Mm-hmm. Which is when you have a player who's kind of like under the radar, not super visible, and then all of a sudden you see a whole lot of them, it probably means they're about to get voted out. Mm-hmm. Because okay. they're, you're like, it, you know, they have to be more of the story if they're the one going home. So it's like, it makes sense as the vote, right? Right. It makes us feel bad for that person. Right. Or, you know. then there so we have an emotional reaction to when they actually right. leave. Right. She had a big visibility spike here. Yeah. And we see why she had no visibility for the rest of the game. Because it was like, <laughs> uh, Dara, do you think that, um, you know, the, the decision now is about making it one step further, about getting to the position where you can win at the end? She's like... I don't know, you know, it could really go either way. It doesn't really matter much to me. <laughs> Good, all right. Uh, <laughs> she just, she says nothing. Do you know, oh, uh, what, it was, she was still on Morgan, I think, when it happened, where they uh-huh. were, like, going to vote her out, and she was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was her response. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're going to vote me? Okay, I guess, I guess I'm, I guess I'm going home then. It's also baffling that there, she, he was like, you know, pretty safe to say you're a pretty big physical threat. You've won three immunities in a row. And she's like, what? I'm not a physical threat. Look at me. It's like, you've won more immunities than anyone. Yeah. Of course you're a physical threat. You, yeah, you've beaten Burton three times yeah. in a row. Yeah. Only one of those challenges was because you were actually small. Right. Like, <laughs> because you had small hands. Small hands. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so let's do a scoring update. Scott, don't look at my screen. Scott, stop looking. At this point, I don't he's he's care. still. It's spoilers the for the show, though. Yeah, don't don't yell what his screen says into the. Oh mic. my god! I can't shoot what I want. Okay. Um, are we still recording? Yeah. Okay, I would just like to say that I looked up Dara because I believe that she has secret talents and interests that we don't know about. Okay. And on her Survivor fandom profile, it says she is most proud of passing her National Board of Funeral Service exam yeah. to become a certified mortician. Yeah. And is also proud of winning Most Beautiful at Holmes County Community College. She is beautiful. <laughs> she's very pretty and she's girl. she's a dang good mortician. It's like, I would have liked to know about that. Yes. No, that's her, that's her profession, like, yeah. listed on, yeah. her, on the show. So, see, I think she's got some secret interesting... Interesting bits about her that no, I think we'll just we'll say she's bad on camera. Out, but I think I think mort that? mortician just means that she like preserves bodies and then does makeup on them to make them look alive. Is that uh, what that is? That's what a mortician is. Oh god! So she's a dead makeup artist. Yeah. See that's, that's like does, is, if I describe a mortician like that, does it surprise you that Dara is a mortician? A fitting metaphor for her game. <laughs> 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 Survivor did their best to put makeup on the dead thing that was her dead, Survivor a game. A dead game with a pretty face. <laughs> uh, I'm just as bad as John now. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dara. Got any Dara. other Dara fun facts for us? Dara. Uh, she was the youngest contestant on Pearl Islands. Mm. How old was she? Really? Because she was younger than she's Michelle? She's 37 now. Yeah. But at this point, she was born 15 years ago. So 22. She was born in 81. I thought Michelle was like uh, maybe Michelle was know, like twenty three. Yeah, was maybe she's a grad student. Dara, we're we're proud of the game you played. We love you, Dara. Yeah, you, if you're listening, yeah. you're not. Your 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 boyfriend, not fiance, boyfriend that came on the show was uh, early uh, O's dreamboat. He wasn't so. early yeah. O's dreamboat. He was. That that whole conversation sent me for a ride when we were <laughs> having that. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right, so let's have a quick score update after that tribal council. Um, so a few extra points this time go around because uh, built into our scoring system is that every player who is on your tribe and still in the game at the onset of the finale gets a point. So um, everybody that you had got yourselves an automatic point. Um, on the Lil John tribe, John gets you two points. <laughs> one for uh, being in the game at the finale, and one for voting correctly. No, half point for voting correctly, half a point for surviving. Um, Lil did the same, two points for her. Um, on the Lancaster tribe, Sandra got you a full two points as well for being in the show at the finale, voting correctly, and surviving. Um, and Scott, you did get a, a total contribution of one point from Dara for being in the game at this point. So a quick update on our scores in third place. Now um, with the, the game over for the Jameis Winston tribe, 30 points. In second place with 31 is the Lancaster tribe and leading now, mm. Lil John, 33 and a half points. I was gonna say, like... Starting to pull ahead. Two ahead. I can see that. Two and a half. Two and a half. See that tie-dye tank top? That sweet, sweet tank top. All right, let's go ahead and continue with the episode. And we back again. Uh, we just watched two commercial breaks because the first one 
was just the like send off in the flames of their combatants. And then we got the immunity challenge, uh, which Lil pulled from the depths of the ocean. I don't know where <laughs> I was going with that metaphor. <laughs> Lil won immunity. <laughs> Um, a really satisfying moment after John's trying to like weasel his way into a deal, you know? And yeah. It's just also, like, I'm going to beat just, you straight up. Yeah. Let's just talk about the fact that this was a meeting challenge where they had to sit on a raft yeah. floating in the ocean without having, like, with just their hands and feet touching uh-huh. this raft for over, well over two hours. Yeah. But remember, John is superior. Yes, he in is. In physical strength. Well, he's a man. Right. Yeah. 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 So, you know. He it really wasn't so even a getting today. pregnant contest. <laughs> <laughs> he lost. And he lost. So, yeah, that was very satisfying. Uh, John knew he was going to lose, like, from the get-go. Yeah. Like, yeah. the second it's down to him and Lil, he's like, deal? Deal? Huh? I know. Huh? He yeah. did. Yeah. Don't make a deal? Weasel. And Lil's just like, no. And he's like, you haven't even heard the deal. And he's just like, no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> this is a thing. This is one of the flaws of a final two in Survivor. There's a number of them. Um... It's mostly, it's almost always a final three now in Modern Survivor. Okay. The reason being that oftentimes, um, well, this final three immunity gets to this, and it, it always is like this. It's like, let's make a deal. And that's just kind of boring. You yeah. know, it's less exciting than two people going head-to-head for a winner. And also, it, we'll talk about this tribal when we get to it, but now the person who won immunity not only has immunity... But they choose who they go to in the finals with. Like, it's so much power when you win this immunity challenge. Yeah. yeah. Because those two votes will count, cancel against each other, right? John has to vote for Sandra. Sandra has to vote for John. Lil just chooses. I feel like you earned that, though. Like, you made it this far. You beat, you, you de- did win. You, you demonstrated that you are better than the other two. And so you get to say, I'm taking you with me. Like, that is, that is the victory of being, you know. Yeah, like I, I understand that's problematic. But. Sure, but like, let's say like, okay, Dar- let's say Daryl is here. She mm-hmm. does absolutely nothing the entire game besides win three the challenges. She mm-hmm. did win the three challenges. We'll mm-hmm. give her credit where credit's due. <laughs> she doesn't play the game really. Last challenge she wins. Now she's got the ultimate power though. Yeah. So I yeah. understand. But the I mean, point that, of view. that insinuates that then she has the option to take someone into the game or into the final who did less than her. That is true. How did you get that far to begin with? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, so, so I think that's, you know, it sort of upsets itself. The deal thing is what I feel like would throw it off for me, too. Yeah. I also think that just splitting the vote three ways is probably a better way to do it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I won't argue against it. But also, I think there's just, you know. A lot of times what happens at this final 3-2 is that, uh, well, if you look at it here, it's pretty <clears throat> inarguable that Lil is the least, like, powerful survivor player of mm-hmm. these final three. And so one of these two who are probably more deserving are not going to get to the finals, where if it was this was the final three, you have the two most deserving people getting to go to the final tribal council, you know, depending, of course, on your definition of deserving. Yeah, I, I feel like there's an argument that Sandra really isn't that deserving. Yeah. Like, I, I think she's been vocal, but I don't think she's been smart. Mm. I don't think she's been good at challenges. I don't think she's she has played the social game super well. Like, she just had a really good mm-hmm. alliance. And yeah. when that fell apart, she's been keeping her head above water. Yeah. That's the extent, so. It's been interesting with Sandra how much you hear that anybody but me thing, like, said mm-hmm. in this episode especially. Um, it's really clear that that's, like, her philosophy, you know. Which, again, we talked about the failures of that. 
right. is that it shows a short-sightedness, mm-hmm. you know, strategically. Let's run it back to our um, send-off of our fallen comrades <laughs> sequence where they put all the torches, except for one, on the boat and light it on fire. <laughs> Let's just run through some of the highlights of that sequence. Uh, there were a lot of them. Well, okay. Hit me so, with your favorites. So as, as we were starting, before we saw any of them, what were the ones that we called? I said there would probably be a Dara showering scene. Uh-huh. Uh, you called for Pelican Pete. I called Pelican Pete. I just wanted to see Pelican Pete so bad. Yeah, were there any other ones that we were like, we need to see this when that person pops up, or were those two big ones? Oh, man. None that I, I can remember. think of. Okay. You did call the Dara shower. I called the Dara shower. I, I called hate for, that. For one of the two Dara showers. <laughs> right, right. One of two. Yeah. Uh, loved the Pelican Pete shot. That yeah. was good. We need to talk about Austin's exclusion as well yeah. <laughs> and his highlight package that he got. Actually, rather a low light package. Yeah, because yeah. this whole thing started off with because remember, listeners, that Austin quit. Yes. And um, everyone's really salty about that. Yeah. And so when they started, Jeff was like, there's a torch to represent everyone who's out of the game, except for Austin. And so you think, like, oh, he's just not going to be represented. Yeah. Oh, but no, at the very there. end, they do a whole montage of Austin flailing around. <laughs> Austin being <laughs> nearly drowned. Out. Yeah. It was like a big... Yeah, they screen. showed him looking miserable and then the nearly drowning right. scene. Like, yeah. But the buzzed shorts did make it appear. Yeah. Yes, the buzzed did. shorts came back. <laughs> the I think that was our original island fashion segment. Yeah, that was, that was, yeah. That was, that was the, fir- the first episode of Outwatch of the island fashion section uh-huh. that we never brought back. We did it a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. It becomes redundant after a while. Right, they're wearing the same thing the whole <laughs> time. It evolved to, look who's, look who's wearing her buff that way. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Season 7, when we were watching, should have been better, because they got a sewing machine at one point. Yeah. But yeah. It, it never panned out after, like... Yeah, Rupert made a skirt, and that was about all we got right. from that. That's all we saw. <laughs> um, anything else out of that um, send-off? Just how cringy John is, like, uh, in general. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, then Nicole... Th- Nicole. Rockin' by. I don't even want to talk about that. I'm okay. sick of yeah. talking about how much I'm, John sucks. He's... That was he's sick. So he gross. sucks so much. Yeah. Yeah, he tried... Did we talk... We talked that you tried to make a deal, right? We haven't gotten there yet, so immunity okay. challenge. Oh, okay. yes. we haven't gotten there. I gotcha, I gotcha. Talk about the deal thing, Adam. What's your take? Uh, so, um, Sandra goes out, it leaves Lil and John, and mm-hmm. John immediately... Like turns to Lil and is like, let's make a deal. And Lil's like, no. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't you know how a deal works, Lil? Right. Yeah. It was ridiculous. And the thing is, I I, I understand the, the the desire. Like I feel I feel like that's good. Mm-hmm. Like to try and try and pull that. But like John's not the one who needs to do that. Like Lil, mm-hmm. and she was like, well, do you trust me? And it's like you can go down then. Like yeah. I'll, I'll take that deal. You just have to go down. And yeah. like you know. That's the thing. Like you don't trust John in that. Mm-hmm. Like you don't. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, he's done nothing to make you be secure enough in that mm-hmm. promise that you yeah. you would actually follow through in it. Yeah. This was um yeah the standard final three immunity where it's like stand on this thing for a very long time challenge where they're on like uh, floating rafts they can't fall on their butts. Yeah. Yeah. It's whatever. Just nothing interesting. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Survivor challenges evolve big time, man. Wait till we do a more recent season. Yeah, are, 
I know that like seasons are ranked like overall like whatever, but like, is there a season that's like these were the best challenges? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know, man. I I would imagine that one of the big like epic returning player seasons, like a Heroes versus Villains or an All Stars mm-hmm. or a Game Changers, um, would probably be one because they do a lot of like bringing back previous challenges that were yeah. really good. You know, that's a great question though. I I couldn't think of one off the top of my head. That's what my gut says though. Start tracking that. Well, uh, yeah. Outwatch's contribution to the ranking list will be yeah best challenge, challenge rankings. Yeah, <laughs> that would actually be kind of cool. Just by like challenge design, yeah. not even like how it, they play out, but which yeah. was the coolest challenges. Right. Because this is a pretty low season overall. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, there I, were a few good ones, yeah. but yeah, I, I feel like more times than not mm-hmm. when we when we get to the challenges, we're like, this just wasn't a good challenge. Or like you know, yeah. or it wasn't interesting TV yeah. at least. Yeah. Or it was played very poorly. Yeah, they're just not super creative. All right, well, we're nearing the end of the finale. Let's jump right back into it. And we back again. We just watched the second to last Tribal Council, leaving only a final two and final tribal to go in our Outwatch Pearl Islands journey. Guys, we're so close to being done. Yeah, we are. It's good Let's yeah. never finish it. <laughs> we'll leave Let's it here. Leave it <laughs> We've come so far. <laughs> um, before we talk about what happened, well, we can set the stage. Uh, Lil casts her one vote, votes John out of the game, making the final two Lil and Sandra. We'll certainly dissect that decision. I just wanted to start by saying that I really think that these moments are the best the best showing for Lil that we've seen in this whole game. When she wins that challenge and then those confessionals she has afterwards saying like, this was for me, I'm choosing what's best for me, we can debate whether if that was the best thing for her. (laughs) But she, you know, at this point is done with the worrying about what other people think, about playing right, and she's just going for it. So good for her. Yeah, I agree, absolutely. Uh, Let's do a quick post-mortem on Johnny Fairplay's game. unquestionable bad person but he okay for a while he was fun to watch until he became inexcusably sexist yeah yeah then he became horrible to watch but it was like so for me i thought he was an idiot Uh for so long like he was this idiot he kept bragging about how good he was yeah and then he did make some amazing plays yeah and then he becomes just an complete asshole yeah and nothing changes that yeah i don't know what our tag is but i just think it's fine i'm saying the word i just think like in general as their nutrition dropped everybody Mm. like the worst of every player came Mm. out Mm -hmm. and in him all his bad qualities came out he did make some good plays like he he was he had some good strategic moments Yep. You could tell that he knew Survivor and like he was not a bad player, but yep. man, was he just a terrible person. Yeah, yeah. one of the original strategic villains. Yeah. Well, he became show. like less and less coherent as the game went on. Yeah. All the way down to his voting out talking head. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. What was that? <laughs> like, <was> nothing. Yeah. <laughs> one thing that's often said about this game is how it really strips you down to your core especially this deep in the game where you act in such a way that like you're no longer really controlling your impulses because you like it's impossible to predict how being on this island with like no sleep and no food for 40 days is going to affect you you know when like we didn't talk about this a whole lot when they got the letters and like 
immediately everyone is like weeping. I always imagine, because when I watch Survivor, I often imagine myself playing Survivor. But it's like, if I, if like this is me, I can't imagine like getting this emotional about this letter, even if I've been out there for 35 days. But it, every single person to ever play Survivor has, so like, yeah. <laughs> I probably would, you know? Yeah, yeah. You just can't really predict what it'll do to you. Um, so Lil chooses to bring Sandra along to the final two with her over John. Is this the right decision for her to help her have the best chance to win the game? Got a lot of sh- <laughs> shaking heads no, a unanimous no. Why do you think that? This works because it's a podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this visual medium yeah. is our podcast. Well, I was just surprised because I don't remember her exact words, but when she was talking to Jeff and he was asking about her decision, she said something about, I just had to decide basically like who I could win against, like who had more friends and more opportunity to win against me and I needed to vote them out. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, so Sandra's gone because she has a lot of people on the jury who like her. And then she kept Sandra. So that was surprising. Right. Well, it's still such a social game at this point, right? Like, it, it, it always will be. But it's like, it's unavoidable. But like this, in particular, like, I think you have to argue, like, Johnny Carefully, of those three, played the best game of those three people. But especially in season seven, it's so social yeah. that like, that's gonna overshadow his good gameplay. Right. So it's like, no matter, I, I genuinely think no matter who Johnny Carefully went up against, the other person wins. Yeah. Even if Johnny Carey played play the better game. And you look at the, the composition of the jury, too, right? I don't think it's people that are really going to award that, like, Johnny Fair plays game. Mm-hmm. And that he was strategically strong, but a jerk and screwed everybody over. Right. You look at people like oh. Rupert and Rhino and Dara and T and Krista. They're not going to vote for John. Yeah. None of those people are going to vote for I John. Because like, there's, there, there's Burton... Dara and then uh, now, oh, and then now him. Yeah. But like, those are the only two people that he didn't blindside off of the game. Yeah. Rhino, maybe. Yeah. Rhino wasn't blindsided. Rhino, I get the kind of like um, the not heroic, but the noble kind of thing from yeah. too, though. You know, like he wouldn't vote for. Right, him. and that's the thing. Like he he screwed all these people out of the game. Like he didn't. You know, it. it, it I mean, they were amazing plays. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, so we we. Pretty much agree that Lil would have a better chance of beating John than Sandra. What do you think? Like, okay, going into Final Tribal because Final Tribal is really important as far as determining the winner. A lot of times there can be like a, a clear front runner, and then Final Tribal happens, and that person lays an egg. The other person gains the advantage. You know, it's important to as you articulate and explain the things that you've done that you've been unable to explain to this point, right? But at this point in the game. Who do you give the upper hand to? So let's let's count it out. So Rupert, mm-hmm. who who does he vote for? I feel like he votes for Sandra. I think so too. I think that's pretty uh, Krista pretty votes for Sandra. Mm-hmm. Um, who does Rhino vote for? Uh, yeah, a, that's a that's toss a, toss up. Up. Hey, it's a complete say. toss up. That's a final jury. Uh, Burton, I don't think votes for Lil. No, I, I think I think they were fairly close. I know. I think, the game. I think that's the thing. Like I think he leans towards. I think he leans towards Sandra, but yeah. like it's really a toss up. Uh-huh. Uh, who am I saying? T. Mm-hmm. 
maybe maybe Sandra, but like you know, I could see I could see her going with Lil because of the the, the Morgan factor. Right. I mean, like T toss up. T though. T voted out Lil. Yeah. And like she came back and then flipped on her. So I think yeah. actually like that could influence Rhino and T. Like as a you know she flipped on her. Yeah. Who's John gonna vote for? That's what I'm interested right. in. There's then John and Dara that I think we have. Yeah. yeah, John and Dara. It's yeah. I mean, John had no respect or love for either of them. No. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think I think you legitimately have three people who are voting for Sandra. Mm-hmm. Everyone else, all other four members, is that right? That's uh, nice. Rhino T. And Legit. John and Dara. Yeah. I would assume Dara would vote for Sandra. I could, just I my think, guess. I think you have ex Morgan people who might vote for Sandra just simply because. I feel like John votes for Sandra because I feel like in his mind, she played a better game than Lil in his mind. Yeah. Like, I feel like he probably. I think, yeah, I think John's the only person who can have that, like reasoning for it though mm-hmm. yeah I, I think that you have three for sure for Sandra you have there's a total of seven yeah. you have three toss ups and then you have one and, and you know and then you have one that's probably leaning towards Sandra but it's also ultimately a top up toss yeah. up who knows and this is like legitimately like, yeah. this this could go 4-3 like this, this is uh, this is what the producers wanted is it they wanted Rupert here. That's what the producers yeah. wanted. <laughs> they wanted a seven out of win. The they wanted three. Rupert, Johnny Fairplay, and Rupert. Out of the final three, they got this is what the producers. Yeah, that's probably true. yeah. Um, Survivor's rigged. Survivor's rigged. <laughs> Let's do a quick score update after that. F- that uh, garbage council. That garbage council. <laughs> I watch fantasy is rigged. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Scott, unfortunately, you received no points in that sequence, as you probably guessed. (laughs) What's 29, 30 plus zero? Uh, This question was asked as we were watching, but um, I'll go ahead and explain to the viewers, too. I'm not going to give a a half a point, excuse me, for voting correctly to a Sandra, because she didn't cast a vote. I know she cast the theoretical vote, but there was no pen on parchment. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, Adam in the Lancaster tribe. The suspect. This is how we'll do it from here on. <laughs> Half point for Sandra for surviving. And, um, Emily, you get two more full points. It's ridiculous. Out of will. <laughs> Wins immunity, votes correctly, survives. How far ahead is she now? The point total. Salty. Point total is. 30 points for Jameis Winston, 31 and a half for the Lancasters, and 35 and a half for Lil John. Now, it is important to note, you get two points for every vote received at Final Tribal. So, it's not only that Adam has to have Sandra win to win, but she also has to win by a margin of... You see, you're four points down, so she has to win at at least five to two, right? Well, so because if she wins four to three, then it's eight. Then and you're only six. getting two more points than she does, right? So Emily would still win by two. Yeah. So Sandra would not uh, only have to win, but have to win at least five. Uh, or two. <laughs> so we will this see is... who our winner of Survivor Pearl Islands is, and also who the winner of our fantasy. Yes. Which is um, way more is, important. It is so much more important. <laughs> it's so We've got important. a $7 tank top on yeah. the line. A million dollars? Who cares? A million dollar tank top and a lot of bragging rights. <laughs> That's right. All right, well, let's get to it.
Okay, we are back again. We're up to everything but the vote. We watched Final Tribal. We watched the uh, votes, or not the votes, the questions asked by the jury and Sandra and Lil's responses. Um, going into this, we had the suspicion that Sandra was maybe the front runner. After this Final Tribal performance, has your assessment changed in any way? I, 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 I don't think my assessment's changed. I think Sandra's still the front runner. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be a 4-3 vote, though. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm going to get what I need to win. Who do you think the, <laughs> the three are for Lil in that case? That's going to seem John. So my 4-4 my four, four Sandra, mm -hmm. I, I think she won Ryan, uh, Rupert, uh, what's her name? Krista. Krista. And I think she won T. Okay. Oh really? Okay. I, I I think I think she didn't win tea, but then she brought up the uh, uh, what should we call it? Um, the crawling through the bushes thing. Mm -hmm. I think she brought that. I think that's gonna win a back fork. So I think it's gonna remind T. Hedge back, hedge back. Mm -hmm. uh, that being said, that leaves Burton, John, and Dara. Dara voting for Lil, which I also don't necessarily see. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that the mind changed, but I do think that I think Lil. Did well with the questions, especially I, the last I one. I do too. I think the last one where she was just like real, like you know, if I had it to do again, I wouldn't be wearing the scout thing. If yeah. Was, like I don't think I represented the scouts well at all. Like, mm, I thought that was a really good answer on her part. It was kind of hit and miss for both of them. I think the Lil's biggest win during the final tribal. I forget who asked the question, but it was like, it was like, why do you deserve to? Win? I guess it was Dara's. Uh, when Dar Dara was why why does the uh, the person sitting next to you no Dara was how did you get here yeah yeah she's one honesty oh I'm talking about the one then who asked why should the other person not so that yeah, was that was yeah. when Sandra talked the the argument that Sandra made for Lil to not win is a great argument I thought for Lil to win yeah. in that yeah. she said like all of you are up there because Lil voted you out it's yeah. like that means that Lil had her like. A say in everything that happened, which right. is yeah. a mark of a survivor winner, I would yeah. say. Yeah. yeah. Sandra also didn't bring up the fact that she hasn't had her name written down. Yeah. Which, like, yeah. man, I would be. That would be my like. That'd be a huge call point. to arms. Yeah. Like, and any question someone asked me, like, I would try to get back to that point. Yeah. No one tried to vote me out. It's a yeah. testament to her social and strategic game that she was never even a like in the conversation to be voted yeah. out. Yeah. You know. Because it would have required her moving things around to get rid right. Especially after she was in harm's way quite a bit at the end yeah. of the game. Yeah. So that's even more impressive. So. Yeah. Once Rupert went out, she was pretty in a vulnerable spot, though. Well, then Krista goes out. It's like, she's next in line. Yeah. Like, she's on that chopping block. Yeah. And then, yeah. That's going to be interesting. It's, it's one of those things that I feel like a, a lot of the problems with answering those questions is like, they are 39 days into this. They're mm -hmm. not nourished. They're not yeah. their best selves. And yeah. so, like, you know, it, it, it's almost like a delusional, like, just mm -hmm. yammering on again and again and again about what, yeah. you know, we've been saying over and over again. So. And, like, there's probably so much that they're missing, you know, or, yeah. like... They just forgot that about. That they forgot, right? Or that they don't have the hindsight of being able to recognize, like, this moment was a big shift. Right. Because they're in the middle of it. Right. You know, it's hard yeah. to tell until you're in, on the other end of it. All right. Anything else? Do we have any final predictions? Who's the winner of Pearl Islands? 
Scott, what do you think? I'm going to stick with Sandra. I agree. I still think it's Sandra. Yeah, I'm sticking with Sandra. Sandra across the board. I think Sandra wins. I don't... I. I still I can't say that I win. Yeah, fans. I do think I, we'll close the gap, but I think Sandra's gonna eke it out. I it I out. think that Sandra answered more of the questions better. Yeah, I agree. Than Lil. Lil, yeah. Lil was pretty repetitive, and she wasn't as articulate. Right. Yeah. Sandra came out very very strong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She did. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Let's, let's vote. Let's do this. It is time to vote. All right. The winner has been revealed. <laughs> Sandra Diaz Twine, champion of Survivor Pearl Islands. Crash it. Who'd have seen it coming all the way back when we started this show? Yeah, not me. No, That's why she's on my team. I don't know what you guys are talking about. You never voted, a doubt. Uh, you picked her. Uh, yeah. Um, with the one, two, Third. three, four, fifth overall pick in our draft. Was it fifth? Yes, behind Andrew, Rupert, Krista, Ryan, and that's it. Because <laughs> she was the fifth. Okay, so I, t- I took her second. I took Rupert and then her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fifth overall. Yeah, see, so never a doubt, guys. Mm-hmm. Hedge my bets. In a six to one final vote, Sandra beats Lil, and that means that, Adam, you receive 12 whole points. Oh. Ada or uh, Emily, you got two points at the final tribal. Loser. Meaning the final score of our fantasy survivor: twenty-nine points for Scott's Jameis oh. Winston tribe. Thirty-seven and a half <laughs> points. He's doing the Johnny Fairplay sign. Thirty-seven and a half points for the Lil John tribe, and finishing out in first place, Adam's Lancaster tribe: forty-three and a half points. A resounding victory. After a resounding victory from Sandra. I'm a size large. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get that tie-dye tank top ordered for you. (laughs) Great. Let's do... Emily's so excited to have (laughs) you. Awesome. (laughs) Before we wrap up here, let's do a a final uh, analysis and post-mortem of Sandra's champion game. Um, I think we talked about it a lot. What was what made her the winner was the way that she was able to stay off people's radars when the votes came along by making sure it was anyone but her and by being agreeable to go along with the majority. Um, and she had really great people management, too. There were a few examples that she gave, um, the way that she worked with T and Dara to swing things, the way that she even worked with Lil late in the game, the way she was willing to work with people like John and Burton, whom she hated, but maybe strategically it was beneficial for her to do so. Um, She was great at keeping the heat off of her um, and surviving, which is the name of the game. Mm -hmm. What, uh, anything else about Sandra's game there that you found to be particularly winner-worthy? I I guess the only person she went off on was, like, John and then, like, the entire tribe that voted against Rupert. Uh Uh-huh. I just think it's interesting that, I mean, she went off on some people mm-hmm. in those moments. I can get loud, too! Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll keep talking while you cue that up. <laughs> um, I, I just think it's interesting that she managed to, like, do that, but then also managed to, like, keep a level head and would, you know, come back. You know what? I can get loud, too! What the f***? Yeah, but she could come back in those moments and be like, you know, it was... It was the heat of the moment or whatever, and, like, it didn't ruin her game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
My wish their dingling got stuck on a vine or if I don't know. Just wanted to bring that one back. <laughs> <laughs> good one. Uh, that was amazing. Yeah. No, she's, she played a really good game. Yep. Um, well, I got made of the, like, anybody but me. But at the end of the day, this has to be literally anybody but you. And yep. so yep. she did a good job of getting the heat off herself. At the end of the day, it was literally everybody else but her that got voted out. That's and she true. is the champ. Indeed. Yep. She rode the waves of everything, but she didn't let it, like... Cloud her vision. Mm-hmm. She didn't get so wrapped up in betrayals and yeah. alliances to lose sight of staying in the game. Yep. Uh, I love Sandra. I think she is so much fun to watch. She does come back um, at least once more. And we'll see how well she does in a repeat performance when that comes. Um, anything else before we wrap up the first chapter of our Outwatch journey? Before we close the book on Pearl Islands, I really want to go buy a GMC Envoy. <laughs> yes, yeah, I also got a GMC Envoy. I don't know why I want to go buy a GMC Envoy. I it's just this, like I finished. I finished watching Survivor, and I was like, I just really we need that car. This weird pull, you yeah, know, to the GMC it's Envoy. Weird. Great automobile. <laughs> How much did GMC pay for that? That's a great question. I have no idea. Is it always GMC or is it switch cars? No, 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 because it was a uh, season one. This was like a joke. It was a Pontiac Aztec, oh. which is like notably just like the worst car ever yeah. made, you know? <laughs> and so it was like that. Yeah, that was what they won in the same like challenge. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. It depends on the season, I guess. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I had a fantastic time. Okay watching Pearl Islands um, with all y'all and talking about it. And I hope that your love of Survivor has only begun to kindle. Yes, I was going to say, I've never thought about Survivor so much in my life, but it's been a journey and I'm glad to be a part of it. That's great. I'm glad you're a part of it too. I'm just excited for what's next. That's right. And what season's next? Speaking, Scott, of what's next, on our official cue list here of Survivor Seasons and our order of watching them, I've got Survivor Kagayan pulled up next. That is the 28th season of Survivor. That's a new one. It's a, it's a pretty recent one. It is, by many people's takes and my own, the best season of modern Survivor to date. It is a killer, killer season. It's very fun. There's lots of huge personalities. Um, it's modern enough that you get a lot of the extra new twists and idols yeah. and advantages um, that are absent in this season. I was going to say, honestly, like it's a really interesting game just to analyze yeah. like, for people who are interested in like mm-hmm. gameplay. Yeah. Like, it, it genuinely is a very interesting game in that regard. And just like we were talking in the last episode, we were talking about like the economy of the game is yeah. knowledge as opposed to, you know, board games where you're sitting there like collecting pieces or something. Right. So it's just, yeah, it's a very interesting game. It's a kind of a cliche, um, especially like in the canon of Survivor where they say this often, but I really believe that there's not a better game than the game of Survivor. Like <laughs> the way, you know, there's all this, up, there's a, the television show aspect of it. Yeah. There's like the production aspect of it. There's the survival aspect of it. But from a sh- like a sheer strategy game perspective... I just find it endlessly interesting. And the way that it all culminates, like we saw tonight, where you have to 
beat people in such a way that they then choose for you to win is, I think, just completely yeah. unique, you know? Yeah. And that those people don't have any set win condition on which they're choosing the winner. It's whatever they think the winner should be. They get to pick, you know? Yeah. I just think it's so interesting and so unique. On that note, let's go ahead and close the book on Survivor Pearl Islands. Adam, Emily, Scott, thank you so much for going on this journey with me. Once again, Adam, congratulations on your fantasy Survivor victory. Never in doubt. Never in doubt until, like, <laughs> it was in doubt earlier today. I was quite certain <laughs> I was going to lose earlier yeah. today. <laughs> All it took was a even just a 4-3 victory from Sandra, but only person that voted for Sandra, it's worth noting, was T. Hmm. You mean for Lil? Sorry, for Lil. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. They showed us that one, so yeah. Mm -hmm. Everyone else was for Sandra. All right, well, stay tuned. We'll, you know, probably take a little break here before we jump into Kagayan, but stay tuned for season two of Outwatch coming at you at some point. Uh, and if you like podcasts, check out Dungeon Arcade on Spotify <laughs> if you like listening to Adam and I for some reason. <laughs> Specifically. <laughs> Specifically Alex and I. And also storytelling and role-playing games. Well, let's not go that far. <laughs> no, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> All right, thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.